Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, this is Teresa, and welcome back to Power Women in Insurance. Today, I'm really excited. I have Lori Willett on the phone, um, on Zoom with me today for our podcast, and we are going to be talking to her. She is out of South Haven, Michigan, and she owns Apple Insurance. How are you doing today, Lori? Great, Teresa. Good to hear from you, and um, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we are, today is March 27th, and we are in the middle of this uh, COVID, COVID-19 chaos and mayhem, so we're all kind of working from home, so I would love to get to know you a little bit better, so tell us a little bit about you and your journey into insurance and kind of how you uh, how you came into this, uh, this, this awesome industry as a woman today. Well, um, like you said, I have Apple Insurance of South Haven in Michigan. So we're right on Lake Michigan. Um, I opened in 97. And how I got into the industry was by chance. I actually was um, 15 and I wanted to work in an office. I actually wanted to be a legal secretary. So there was an opening at a local insurance agency for kind of a receptionist or someone who could type. And so I applied and they hired me. So I did co-op for the next couple of years through high school working there. And once I turned 18, they got me, uh, they sent me to school and I got licensed. And so I've been in insurance for 40 years now this year. And, um, but that isn't what I planned on doing. (laughs) I wanted, like I said, but you know, I was still a secretary in a way and that's what they they called us, you know, and when I got, uh, when I turned 18 and started doing CSR work, um, that's when it basically changed as far as my, my uh, work performance, as far as that goes. And then I worked at, um, I think there was four agencies that I worked at before I decided, you know, I like this work. This is what I'm going to do, but I want to be my own boss. I want to do my own thing. And in those agencies, there were a couple of agencies that made it sound like they'd let me buy in or they'd let me. But then when I really talked to them, they didn't want a woman partner. They didn't want a agencies. So I knew it was time that I needed to go on my own. And so after, well, it was back in 97, um, we'd have company reps come in all the time and they'd say, hey, Lori, how you doing? Are you, when are you starting your own? It's like, you hear that enough. It's like, why am I not? You know, I, I obviously have connections maybe here that I can get the carriers. So that's, I thought, you know what? I took a week's vacation. I rented a office space. I got a hold of all my carriers. Now I had a business partner at that time, Sandy. She just retired um, in August. So the two of us, we spent late nights. We got our business plan together. We contacted the carriers. We started from scratch and we had, we quit our jobs June 2nd. No, I'm sorry. May 15th. We opened up June 2nd, which was my birthday. So every year on my birthday is like our anniversary of the agency. And so um, this year it'll be 23 years we opened up. And like I said, it's now me by myself, 
with my staff because she retired. And uh, it's been great. That so that's how we got started. Just decided to go ahead and, and do that. Did the carriers, were the carriers good with that? You said the carriers were kind of, you know, encouraging you to. They were encouraging. And like I said, we quit our jobs May 15th. We had all our carriers by the end of July of that same year. And then any carriers after that came to us and asked us to take them on. We didn't go after any other carriers. So it was it was a perfect timing, I think, back in the late 90s. I don't know if that's the case now because I haven't really tried to get any carriers at this point. So Right, and you guys didn't have to go through a cluster or anything to be able to get started? Because I know I started no. in 2003 and we came from Allstate and we, you know, so we didn't have any book or anything. And so we had a really hard time trying to be able to get with any of the, um, any of the carriers. So, I mean, it was a little bit later than, than where you were at. I think that the whole cluster thing came along a little bit later, but you probably just had such good relationships with your area, area managers anyway, or your area. We uh, did, we did because Sandy, um, my business partner, she had started in the early seventies. So she had, you know, she was 11 years older than me. So that's why she retired already. Um, so that, that helped too, cause the both of us, and then, you know, that's when I started, when I was 15, I worked with Sandy. So we, she was kind of like my mentor at that time at that agency. So we took our classes together. We, you know, when we worked for these other agencies for the other, for, for men, and they were all men in those days, um, they didn't, um, encourage continuing education. They didn't encourage to um, get any kind of degrees or do anything. We, we did that on our own and we studied on our own and we got, you know, all our associates degrees, worked on our CPCU, did their, our CICs, that kind of thing, but all on our own. And they were happy with it, but we didn't get anything out of it from them. Wow. Wow. So, you know, you kind of, it seems like you kind of fell into a really good network of women. They really encouraged yes. your, your career and, and, you know, and, and for you to be able to kind of step out there. And I think that's fabulous. So did you, did you work with all of them or you just kind of over time ended up kind of coming into existence with each one of them in your own way? Women, you mean? Mm -hmm. Well, um, back in the late eighties, mid to late eighties, we had, um, the group National Association of Insurance Women. And I don't know if they're still around, but we had our own local group. And these women were strong, independent women. They did work for other agencies. There was one that had her own agency, only one out of all of us. Um, I was the youngest at that time in the group. And so we had our own study groups with these women. They were like our instructors and they helped us through the, you know, different INS courses and the associates in underwriting and the insurance services classes. And so that's what we did. And we knew this was for our future because we weren't going to get anywhere in this industry if we didn't have the education and learn. And we weren't learning it on the job. Right. Right. And I think that's one thing that we that that we need to be able to encourage our teams to get that education, because like you said, you didn't have somebody necessarily encouraging you. You no. had a group of people encouraging you, not necessarily a, a boss or whatever. No. And no. to be able to get better, to be able to be better, to be able to learn, to be able to grow. I mean, was your boss just OK if you just stayed in the same position forever yes. and, and yes. never really moved on? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> 
That is crazy. Well, lucky for you that you, not lucky, skill, skillful that you, you, you raised your hand and you took advantage of a situation where you could get that mentoring and that additional support. Because I uh, think because of that, the carriers looked at me a little differently. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew that we weren't playing. We were serious. This, you know, we did this, we took the bull by the horns and we did it on our own. And um, now we had agencies, prior agency owners try to stop us because we were that much of a, a threat. They um, had one contact all the carriers in Michigan, as well as the marketing reps and sent a letter trying to stop us. But we were two counties away. So we weren't, we weren't competition. You know, we, we, we had to work two counties away to get a job because there was no agency to work at in our town at that time. So we opened up back in our town. And so those, that other agency didn't, didn't want us to leave because we, we were good with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. So you actually had somebody write letters saying that they needed yes. the, the carrier codes or whatever to be able to open up. Oh my goodness. That is insane. And then the carrier rep would bring the letter to us and he would laugh and he said, look, look what they're trying to do. He said, you know, we're just, we're ignoring this completely. There's nothing that you're doing wrong and kudos to you. And we're right behind you and you certainly can have our contract. So. Wow. That's crazy. That is insane. So what, as you were kind of going through that process of getting all set up and, and over the years with your team and, and being able to build your team, what do you feel like has been your largest challenge or your largest um, thing to be able to overcome that you feel like you've just been able to really, really be able to get over and do well? Well, first of all, when you have a partner, you have to be in sync. You have to have the same goals and that's hard at some times because through all these years, we're talking 23 years, our lives changed, you know, because everybody goes through different things with their life. And so the business is important at one point, but then not maybe later on or, you know, and that makes it tough when you have a partner. So be very careful as far as that goes, as far as finding the right partner, if that's what you're going to do, because it can be very rough. We went through very rough patches, horrible. <laughs> and I just kept pushing and pushing. The more I had to fight, the more I dug in as far as making sure the agency was going to survive. And um, yeah, it, it so was So how did fun. you do that? I mean, did you guys kind of have to operate in separate circles almost like of the agency? Yes. Or- Yes. How did, what, what was your, what was your key to success? Cause I think a lot of people get into a business with somebody else as a partner. And like you said, get in there and realize that maybe they didn't set right, the right ground rules or maybe Correct. They didn't know what they were doing when they got into that partnership. And so how did you, when you realized you were in this situation, how did you guys kind of find a way to be able to really work it through? It was hard. Um, we, what I did is I tried to, get rid of the anger and just keep working, keep, and, and I, I over, tried to overlook a lot of things that was silly that shouldn't, shouldn't make you together. I'm at one point in 2015, we actually were, I was going to buy her out and we got to the closing. It was uh, December of 2015 and she backed out right at the last minute. 
And it was nothing I can do because she had every right to back out if she didn't want to. So then we had to basically have to uh, come to Jesus moment and figure it out or this was not going to work for the next five years because she just retired, like I said, in August. So we had the next four years to, to do this and we did it. We, we, we were no longer, cause when we first started, we were kind of best friends. She was like my big sister. So that relationship had to change. It had to be working only and no longer the personal stuff, you know, just we're there as partners. We're there to run a business. We're there with our employees and we make decisions together unilaterally. We, we, nobody makes a decision without talking to the other. And that's how we had to do it. And it worked until the end, you know, and, uh, I'm finally on my own and I don't have to do that anymore. Right. <laughs> but that's just a little bit of a, of a little bit, you breathe a little bit easier at the other side of it. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot more stress in a way because she was great at sales. I mean, she brought in a lot of business, so I don't have that help anymore. So that's what I'm working on right now is what I'm going to do next. How am I going to get that same? Um, because the carriers still want their business. They still want, new business. So, yep. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. That's my next... So how are you going to be able to overcome that? Because I think especially when you work with people in a partnership type situation, and I've and I've heard of other situations where people have either a, a partner that's a, a parent or a partner that's a husband or a spouse member or whatever who, you know, they don't necessarily buy out another spouse. But I mean, I guess you could, but you know, to where they still yeah, you have could. peace in there. But I think that's a lot of us find where we where we are really good at one thing like operations or we're really great at sales or we're really great at um, service or we're really great at something. How are you going to now as the sole owner, try to be able to make that transition to where if you don't have that strong sales type situation in your office, how are you going to try to accomplish, uh, how are you going to try to acclimate or adjust for that in your, in your agency? Well, what I'm doing right now is trying to make sure each team member is doing the job that's best fit for them. Um, and then I'm getting that process taken care of as far as, okay, I've got downloads handled. I've got changes handled. I've got the receptionist, bookkeeping, um, payroll, all of that handled. I'm doing first on new business, um, non-standard goes to a different CSR. But then right now I'm going to be searching for another producer. That's my goal for 2020. Somebody that I can have help me with the new business. Right. So I haven't done it yet. So this is this is my goal for 2020. Being I lost Sandy as far as producer. Because mm -hmm. that was that's basically her oh 
what she was really good at was the the sales and the talking, but she was not good at anything to do with computers or marketing or you know technology. She hated computers, didn't like mouse use a mouse, didn't I mean it was so right, <laughs> you know, you have the good with the bad with everybody as far as their strengths, you know. Absolutely. So, um, so do you, are you still in other like, uh, groups, like you mentioned with the, um, women in insurance you're in previously, are you still doing things with those groups? Cause I don't know if, um, I know the group that you were talking about earlier and I've seen them around, I can see them around in the last few years, but um, I haven't either, but no, the most of them retired. They were so much older than me that they, they all fizzled out. They were passed away or, or well retired. Um, right now, I, my love in my, my business right now is I love doing the marketing as far as I, you know, created safety, Sammy, he's our uh, mascot for kids and he's, uh, cause we're Apple insurance. He's an apple worm. So he is, um, he's all about safety education for kids. So we have, um, the plush toy, which is a worm and, we have coloring books, we have um, fire safety, bicycle safety, beach safety, winter safety, and he's the character in all of those books that I've created. Oh, cool. And so we get those out to the schools and so all the under elementary kids get those. So they all know who Safety Sammy is. He's about four years old now. And uh, we get in the parades, we do, you know, kindergarten roundup, we do um, our national blueberry festival so he's there with kids day all day walking around and the kids just love him and um, we do bicycle safety with the police department and he's there we do the fire safety with the fire department and he's there a part of it so that's what I enjoy doing but I have to learn to be able to have enough time for that as well as keep running the business yeah. you know but getting us a part of the community community was huge and that's the thing i sat down a few years ago it's like what makes me different what makes our agency different in our town there's other there's two other agencies in town and what would make us different and that's when i decided that safety sammy was going to be a part of our life <laughs> I love that. I love that. I've never, I've never really seen or heard that approach before. You said you broke up just a little bit. There's how many people in your town? About 6,000, less than 6,000, but we're a big tourist town. So we're right on Lake Michigan. So in the summer, we go up to about 25,000 in the summer. Oh, wow. That is, that is a big portion of your, your, you know, your, your city then if you guys go up that far, yeah. that's, that's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. And I love the safety Sammy thing. I think that is fabulous. I think that's a, and did you personally develop yes. those like coloring books yes. and things that you mentioned? Well, my son, he's, um, he's a musician and he, he's artsy and he's very creative. So we took a drawing of Sammy that I created and I had a company make um, a mascot outfit that matched the, the plush toy. So they, they look identical. So we've got the walking around Sammy and the plush toys. And then we put that character in these coloring activity books for safety and teaching the different safety things that I had mentioned. How cool. So, and he does that and I give him the ideas, we sit together and we'll do it in an afternoon. It's like, okay, here's the cover, here's the, the back. This is what we're gonna, you know, and then we'll fill in the middle. 
<laughs> with the, the activity pages. How cool. I think that's a great idea. And I, and I bet it does, it goes over really, really well. And, um, and oh, you yeah. guys gotten a lot of good business from that. A good, uh, a good, uh, labeling in the community. I bet too. Is being yes. And we've done fundraisers them. with them as well. Nice. So we, we were able to get, um, $1,800 for choir uniforms for the middle school. Oh, wow. Using safety Sammy. So we were selling um, his t-shirts and plush toys. How cool. And then the carriers matched. Get together $1,800 to give to them. So it was awesome. I think that's fabulous. I love that idea. I think that's a, that's a unique, cool approach. And I think that's, um, that's fabulous. And I think, like you said, it, it really makes you different in the community and really makes you stand out. And it's something that people will keep in their home, you know, like a little plush toy type thing or whatever with that labeling. And it's a big one. It's about a foot long. So it's a pretty it? good size. And he's got his own Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. He's, he's all out there as well. And, uh, so I'm going to be starting eventually when I get time, oh, wow. um, some YouTube videos with him. And uh, that is amazing. So what are you going to, I mean, for the YouTube videos, are you like the, the, the full body suit type thing you guys are going to full body and maybe, um, him doing bicycle safety arm, you know, the, the signals and things like that and go through his book on the video where the kids can watch it and learn at the same time with him showing, you know, the arm signals and that's that's what i want to do how cool how cool i bet that does take up a not a lot of time but like a good amount of time whenever you're kind of in that space you know as Correct. you're trying to be able to run the agency and everything as well so that's a whole new juggle for you <laughs> but it did separate us totally I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. So what advice would you really give if women are in the process of either getting into the industry? Because I really think that during this um, coronavirus, COVID, whatever, you mm -hmm. always hear that people get into the insurance industry during weird times, right? Or weird ways. Yes. Or, yes. You know, we hear that all the time. And I really think that there's going to be a lot of people coming, kind of coming into the insurance industry from other industries or maybe even similar industries. And I think there's gonna be a lot of people in the insurance industry right now that are gonna be changing how they're in the insurance industry going forward. Um, so what advice would you give to women who are looking to be able to come into the insurance industry or change their place to be able to find a little bit more of their space, their message, their voice inside of the insurance area so how would you what advice would you give to women in those types of situations definitely be confident mm. know know that you know what you're doing that um you can you can accomplish starting your own or um being a very important part of another agency if that's what you choose to do um Technology is huge. Technology is very big right now. Um, if you set up an agency, make sure you you have the top of the line technology that you know where the future is going because look at what happened right now. Everybody's working from home. If my agency didn't have VoIP phones and didn't have laptops, I would not, yep. my staff would not be working at home right now and everybody, it, we didn't skip a beat. We were able to just, like we're at, at work, we just can't see yep. each other. <laughs> Um, and definitely the education, keep learning. Right. And the contacts with, um, your carriers, you know, if you're working at an agency and you're not an owner, you're, you're a CSR or you're a producer and you want to go further, talk to the marketing reps when they come in, 
have contact with them, have, have socialize with them, have them know you who you are, because that may make a difference in the future. Yeah, they got to go out of the way for the ones that they they really bond with. I think I, I've seen that in my agency is that I've got some area reps that just jump on board. They're like, hey, let's do that. And I have other area reps that maybe they don't have the freedom to do that. But at the same point, they go out of their way right. to try to be able to help encourage you and where you are in your agency based on the fact that they've you know right. created that, that bond with you a little bit more. They go. You know, they there's so they may even come to you and say, Hey, I've got this opportunity. You know, I want you to be a part of this opportunity. But we do, we have to go out there, we have to grab it. We have to go out there and said be confident. Yes. I like that. I like that a lot. Confidence makes a huge difference. Yes. It does. It does. And it makes people want to be able to be around us too, I think. And and it be able to move us up that I'd say move us up the line, but encourage us and um, you know, and we have to go maybe give us more opportunities box. because they know that we'll do really well with them. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Lori, you have been amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. I, uh, I appreciate you. you very much. And I know that this is going to be awesome for a lot of women out there. And I love your, your marketing emphasis and, and how you've really just taken that and grown it and really been able to um, make it something that is such a, an integral part of your community. And I think that that is fabulous because that is what marketing is. And, and you've done such a good job really implanting yourself and your, um, your, 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 your mascot, like you said, into your community. And I think that's fabulous. We won the, um, Safeco, um, change agent award this past fall too. Nice. So we were able to give the police department $2,000 from Safeco, which was awesome. So check him out. Well, definitely. Like I said, he's on Facebook and Twitter and our page and but it was great talking I love to it. you. Now, Lori, if people wanted to reach on out to you, how can they reach out to you? Well, I'm at Apple Insurance of South Haven in Michigan. So it's apple-insurance.net is our website. Um, all my information is there. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. So um, any of those ways you can get in touch with me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Again, you're, uh, I wanted to make sure that we got your email address in there because I've, I've had a couple of situations here where we've broken up just a little bit, but it hasn't been too bad. So it's apple-insurance.net. Is that correct? Yes. Apple-insurance.net is the website. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, everybody. This has been the Power Women in Insurance podcast today with Lori Willett, and I appreciate your time and everybody have a blessed day.